welcome to the opening of Mickey's Movie Land. To celebrate, here's Donald Duck. What do you have to say on this momentous occasion for Mickey? Okay, who's kind of this? How about that? Donald, oh, oh my god, no! Donald, stop! Oh, oh god! Oh, the humanity! Welcome, dreamers of all ages, to another episode of Unbuilt and Unrealized Theme Park Podcast. With me today, as always, thankfully, is my co-host Ryan Dorman. Hey, how was your vacation? Thankfully, because I wasn't murdered in South yes. America. Yeah, exactly. um, no, it was great. I uh, I went to Colombia for ten days, and it was it was beautiful. It was fantastic. Uh, yeah. I didn't actually make it to the coffee theme park um, because. Yeah, it was a lot of just traveling across the country. I will say, though, uh, readjusting back to America, it's nice where everyone, uh, I can understand everybody um, mm-hmm. <laughs> fluently. It's weird to be in a country where I can't just talk loudly and assume nobody knows what I'm talking about. It's kind of freeing, actually, to walk around and say, I can say whatever, and no one has any ah. clue what I'm saying. Um, but, but my stomach is like not American. Like food is not, <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not happy. It's like, uh, if down there, everything is like kind of bland, but really oh, fresh. Yeah. And up here, mm. everything is greasy and fried. And mm. like for the past day, I've just been so sick. Uh, oh. but that's because <laughs> I went to Burger King in Fort Lauderdale. So oh, well, I know, I mean, right? Yeah. Is yeah, Burger King in, in Fort Lauderdale? Yeah. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. That's, well, that's so the flight. I flew from weird... Philly. No, I flew from Philly to Fort Lauderdale and then Fort Lauderdale to Columbia both <laughs> times and then back the same way. So like you just end up in this airport where yeah. you don't know anything and it's all gross and it's humid. <laughs> Did you see anything cool in Columbia? Like what? Oh, what's, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone can like. So actually, what's really interesting, and I guess on a theme park podcast, this is pretty relevant, but it's interesting to think about how the popular notion of theme parks, now anyone can like push back on this and say that, you know, that's not where it is. You know, maybe I'm historically drawing connections that don't exist, but it did feel like uh, I visited um uh, two kind of touristy, uh, I don't want to say like a place, like events or places, but monuments or or, or or activities one is a was a giant rock in, in a town called Guatape it's like seven 650 steps that you go up it's like the scene in Ghostbusters by the end oh it's like a uh, pyramid or no 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 so it's like um so it's a, a giant rock uh, oh okay. it's in, a giant rock yeah okay. and there's just 650 <laughs> steps to get to the top and it's just a, okay. a, an absolute physical nightmare and then also I, uh, another thing that's relevant here is I went to hot springs in uh, San Vicente uh, part mm-hmm. of the hot springs are just like I think they're literally just fake heated bathtubs and then one of them is an actual river with sulfur under it um, mm-hmm. but what's interesting is that like 
for a for a country without a significant theme park kind of background and a continent without any the taping the 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 drapings and the stylings of american theme parks as like an export mm-hmm. the the similar signs the paying to get in the the merchandising every nickel yeah. and dime off of these things it's it's interesting but the trip was mostly a lot of really good fresh food a lot of buses just across the country i'm not cool enough to be like a partier and stuff like that a bunch of white guys go down there to 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 do like drugs and club and i didn't do that so (laughs) anyone listening can make sure i i may i may be a sound cool on the podcast but don't you worry i (laughs) still go to disneyland (laughs) well Well, I, I'm glad you had a good time, and yeah. uh, we're glad you're back. Why? Uh, why everyone thought I was going to uh, not make it back? Like I, I, there were there. My family was like, "Oh wow, thank goodness it's your last day there." The only thing that happened was actually that's fair. So everyone in the audience, thank God, my friend Andrew doesn't listen because he knows nothing about theme parks. But yeah, any all my other friends, they can hear this. Uh, the uh, I, the only thing Ryan O'Reilly knew about my trip, I think, right is that you asked me how it was going and I said immediately my friend was robbed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's like on the first so, day he was pickpocketed. <laughs> yeah, he was pickpocketed the first day. I mean, look, there, there's a saying in Colombia in English, roughly, it's don't give papaya. Like, don't look like a white tourist with your phone in your pocket and uh, they won't steal it. So <laughs> that's if anyone visits Colombia, don't put your phone in your pocket and then not look at it and lift your hand off. So. Good, good, good to know. Good advice <laughs> for when that you go to eventual the day when I go to the, when I go to the coffee, th- right. Well, the, when the I go unbuilt, to yeah, the <laughs> unbuilt rides in the coffee theme park. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, uh, while you were gone, um, mm. quite a bit happened. Uh, and <laughs> something actually got open and built. And so before we begin on, our main topic, uh, we're going to be talking about the recent opening of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. All right, on January 27th, uh, to not so great fanfare, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway finally opened at Disneyland. And this one, uh, you've been on the Hollywood Studios one, correct? Have you not? You, I have, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, I have. Okay, I thought you mm-hmm. were saying that like I was going to have to be oh. the only one. I was like, no. oh, I, I, yes, I have. Yeah, I went on the, I think I've been on it. I thought I'd been on it once. But before the show today, I talked to my girlfriend. She says I've been on it twice. So I've been on it twice. That, yes. Those are my feelings about the ride, I guess. <laughs> I don't remember going on it twice. It, it, uh, have you seen any of the photos or the videos of the Disneyland version? Yeah. Actually, today's show, I came back from, from vacation rejuvenated. And I was like, I'm going to really. I read today's script. It's really short. And then I, I, I went and I followed. I looked up all the news for Mickey and Minnie's run railway so i have seen i think all of the queue um mm-hmm. or to the extent that you can kind of pull off from like osmosis of just being on twitter um yeah I, i've seen a lot of the stuff the pictures from toontown and uh, and the queue okay and the new building right the 
Is like the gag factory now closed off or something? Yeah, the gag factory is now closed off. And then there is a new store that serves as the exit for Runaway Railway. Uh, And then, of course, there's the big contract. Two weeks ago, we talked about Roger Rabbit. That's right. And for one, you were doubting that the thing was even going to open. And of course, it's still there. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's opening with Toontown. Uh, And the reason why is because right now you can only get into the land if you have a virtual queue and a boarding it's like virtual queue or a lightning lane. Oh, the, the $15. Well, it, yeah, it yeah. opened at 25 Yeah. And now it's yeah, it opened at 25 I don't think that virtual queue is going to last beyond um, Toontown opening because already it's like pointless. Like the, the virtual queue doesn't go as fast as it does anymore. Uh, and what was crazy, though, was that the first day, of course, the virtual queue goes out in 0.5 seconds. Yeah, uh, I heard about this. Yes, and yeah. of course the lightning lane. Mm, cha-ching, cha-ching. That was still available. So people start buying the lightning lane. And ooh, Disney made a bundle that day. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're stupid if you buy the lightning lane. People who buy lightning lane are really annoying because they drop $25 on a two-minute ride. <laughs> and then they get on Twitter and they talk about how bad how it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. But I, I so the the I don't know what I don't remember what your thoughts are on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, the attraction. I think um, it's cute. Yeah, so that's like the big thing. Right? I remember when this was announced. I think we were doing. Yeah, I don't remember what was, show was, we were this doing. This was the very first show. This is uh, that 2017 D23 Expo where they announced everything. Right. Yeah. They, it, and they right. This was coming to the, when when they announced it was coming to Toontown. That was a little bit later, right? Um, yeah, that was did, that was in 2019. That's right. that's that's also when they announced the ride was delayed a year. Yeah, it, it made a lot of sense coming to Toontown, and I think that that's generally been the consensus since that was announced. That for people who had been on Runaway Railway in Hollywood Studios, replacing the Great Movie Ride, whatever your thoughts are on the Great Movie Ride, you know, it felt like it was much shorter, much smaller. Um, it was cute. So it seems like it fits much stronger in Toontown, and that seems to be mm-hmm. the vibes that I'm getting so far. Um, it definitely is, and it's funny because when this was announced for Toontown, some people thought the exact opposite because the main conceit of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is that you walk into the movie. Right. And people thought, well, that's pointless. Why would you walk into the movie when you're already in the cartoon? And I guess it's because this is the Toontown Theater and these are the movies that Mickey is in. It's it's a it's a little more to wrap your head around, but it yeah, makes a, a little point. bit more sense, I guess, than the Chinese theaters hosting the premiere of a Mickey cartoon. No, that's true. Well, what's weirder, though, I think, and this is like a tiny, 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 like nitpick, is that the animation style for the posters in that new queue are much closer to the 1980s, 1970s Disney, right? Um, I mean, they match their poster pretty closely, but I don't think any of them reflect the new Mickey Mouse They're, except okay, for the, so the standee for pre- perfect. Picnic. Actually, uh, so the way that it works, if you've uh, I, I've viewed like several videos of the queue. Uh-huh. So you go into the El Capitoon Theater. Right. And the first thing you see is these 
posters for the conceit is that they are doing a gag on the live action remakes of animated films where it's right animated remakes of live action films so you have it was a mickey i shrunk the nieces with Minnie mouse and yes yes and you also have my favorite one which is high school goofical three senior year and it's all the characters from a goofy movie which you you were lambasting uh last week uh and did you see the Powerline Max is now I saw your tweet and you want Rock and Roller Coaster to change to Powerline. That, I, I scoffed step. again. And it's another step. Powerline Max is in the park. That's never going to happen. Shut it would up. sooner stay Aerosmith <laughs> than it would do. Wait, well, so wait, does it? Uh, yeah, so it's all live action or sorry, animated remakes of live right. action movies. So that's the first part of the queue. And of course, there's the standee. Which right. <laughs> my favorite thing is that on the first day it got so bad with people taking photos they had to place a trash can next to it so people couldn't take photos anymore. Well, that's so weird. Is it literally is a photo standee? Like it doesn't make any sense why mm. they would block it off. Yeah, uh, maybe people are just ripping at it and trying to take stuff away. Well, no, I think it's the fact that people were holding up the queue. And oh, that makes sense. Yeah, and that stuff doesn't make much sense when you're doing this virtual queue shit, and right. people are running through it. And like, like I said, it's just not well thought through. It'll make more sense when it's a standby queue. Anyways, that makes sense. so then after that, you enter. Uh, Minnie Mouse does a puts up this like Mickey retrospective Mm. and you go through a Mickey museum. So you go through that and that has a lot of neat props like and throwbacks to stuff like um, what like Mouser size and the various cartoons he's been in the years. Right. And then it goes to the present where they have like a bunch of people are freaking out about Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Did did you? That go was so on? weird. It was so weird. People were going crazy over the stupid robot thing. Yeah. Did you did you grow up with this? No, I didn't watch yeah. Disney Channel when I was younger. Okay, because I sure didn't. And people flipped out over this, and I'm like, this is making me feel ancient. <laughs> Yeah, it really no, did. And I don't. I'm not like. I'm not. I'm only 22, 23 soon, and I don't feel. Ugh, I don't like saying that out loud, to be honest. But yeah, I. I don't know. It was weird. It was like watching a bunch of fifteen-year-olds. I guess they are fifteen, right? Is the, they, if they you grew up watching? 15, yeah, it's, if they grew up watching this show, that I mean. Used what I mean, it was CG. So, yeah, like, is that how just I sound think... talking about like House of Mouse? I guess, like, is that yeah. <laughs> like imagine it? There was no House of Mouse stuff there. That's that's for sure. No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And then and then it switches into the Paul Ruddish shorts, and then there's a brief right. bit where you go past the concession stand, which has a lot of cute. Uh, stuff yeah, in yeah. Like power, power limes. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, okay. Uh, and then <laughs> you find stuff. Then you finally go into a hallway that has the Paul Reddish posters, right? That are right. in the Chinese theater over in Disney's Hollywood Studios. 
Uh, and it's so funny. I think it's so funny that people flipped out when this attraction switched over to from the great movie ride to uh, Runaway Railway. And the fact that like this was going to the Chinese theater and the Imagineers clearly tried very hard to keep the aesthetic of the Chinese theater to keep perfectly in theme. The problem with that is that the queue became really, really boring. <laughs> oh, it's really awful. Yeah. The, the queue in Florida is just absolutely god awful. Um. Yeah, I mean, they, they, look, I don't think it's any secret that I'm a old curmudgeon about everything, right? But the, the queue for Runway Railway in Florida and the Chinese theater stuff is just not, not very good. Mm-hmm. It's not very detailed. It's not kept together well. And like the benefits of the great movie ride one is that you were going through props, right? Or at least, yeah, you uh, went stuff through like these. That. So you went into the lobby and then you went past props and then you finally went into the theater with the trailer reel. That's right. Yeah. And and in the Mickey Mouse one, it's empty. Yeah. It's well, pretty, it, yeah, it's, basically it, it's empty. pretty empty except for these digital posters. Right. And you go through and uh, it's it's very uh, there. I think there's like a new queue room that's kind of really on theme for the Chinese theater. But again, it's, you know, there's nothing to look at. There's certainly it's not as fun or as involving as the queue in toontown and yeah it's it's just makes it it just makes it look like crap there's there's no way going around it otherwise and Mm. (laughs) the ride though uh the ride's mostly the same there's a few fixes that they do for the pacing and then there's this really weird trestle scene at the end where they they go under this tunnel it's clearly because they had extra space to hmm. get you to the final scene and that's that, interesting that's, that's that's about it like it's it's pretty much almost the same ride yeah i'm looking up um you know it really it's an incredibly tame not i guess tame's a bad word i don't want to use like I don't want to use tame to say that it's boring, but it's an incredibly easygoing dark ride with some really yeah. nice projections. So it just seems like it fits really well in Toontown. It's hard to talk about it. It's hard to talk about these rides being like new and exciting because they're not. They're just they're new and they're 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 interesting. But like nothing, not everything deserves a lightning lane. You know, not everything deserves well, masses I mean, of people. It it's it's new. It's oh, just exactly. the way that they're going to do it from now on. It's- I mean, like, even online, like, the conversation about it. Like, it's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Every, you've been on it for the past 60 years. It just didn't look as nice. What, and by that, I mean, like, it's a dark ride. It's a really yeah. nice dark ride. Although right. I imagine everything being smaller in California makes it a bit more intimate than the big warehouses in, in the Florida. Yeah, I did notice that, that the rooms are a little smaller. Right. Well, just naturally, because you're not dealing with the massive great movie ride and sets. And that's the thing that great. Apparently, Mickey, Minnie and uh, Hollywood and Hollywood Studios. It's not the full building either. No, that was just a waste. It's just a stupid decision. But what are you going to do? It's too late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's We ain't going to bring it back right now. It's no, that's like what's uh, six years too late. Uh, and the last thing I want to get your we we briefly touched upon this just a second ago, but what is your opinion on the grass? <laughs> <sighs> 
All right. You want my real opinion? I'll give you, yeah. I can give you my real opinion. Yeah. Okay. It's a three, it's a twofold opinion. Number one, it's just a threefold opinion. Okay. Number one. All right. I wish the fountain had stayed. I like the fountain. I like Roger Rabbit. I think mm-hmm. it was just pretty. I think, I think the sound of water is nice. Mm-hmm. And I also think you could build AstroTurf around it, right? Okay. Like I don't see any reason why it couldn't have stayed mm-hmm. with the AstroTurf. Right. Unless it was just becoming a pain in the ass to clean, which is possible, right? Like water is kind of a pain. Number two, however, I am sympathetic to people who are saying that, oh, well, it, the green grass or the AstroTurf provides a place for kids to run around and shit. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot on today's show. It's okay. Um, <laughs> a place for kids to run around and and the fountain would probably create a safety hazard if that was the case. Because kids will run in, they'll bump their head on the rocks. Um, so maybe, you know, you have, maybe you have some people saying that the fountain would have worked, wouldn't have worked on the AstroTurf just because A, it would have gotten the AstroTurf wet and would have gotten moldy or B, kids are going to hit it and they wanted to create like an open thing. Um, the, the, the third and final thing I have to say though, and then I can get off my soapbox is fundamentally who cares? (laughs) Number one, fundamentally who cares? Number two, there's nothing more annoying on the internet and specifically in like Disney Twitter people, than people who just like feel the absolute need to be holier than thou on everyone about their opinions. Like no one simply could say that the fountains were nice Roger Rabbit theming. They had to say that it was killing an old piece of Disney history and a piece of Disneyland that'll from, never come back. From 93. From 93. And then no one could say that kids are going to run around and have fun on it. They had to say, you don't understand. You're not a parent. You don't care about kids. Kids are going to love this and you're just a grumpy old miser. <laughs> it, it's such a horrible, horrible, stupid cycle of discourse by by crazy people. <laughs> but at the end... I don't know. Is do you have like a good reason why they couldn't have put the astroturf around the the fountain? I have a theory. Uh, yeah, sure. The whole idea around this new Toon Town seems to be that the entire land is now ADA accessible. Uh, right. And this is very clear by the fact that all the curbs have been removed, mm-hmm. uh, and I believe this is a part of it that the fountain would create an obstacle for for those uh, for ADA um, guests. And I, I think it's simply just that, that I think that that yeah. doesn't make any sense though. Like a, by that logic, a hot dog stand would create a, would create an well, obstacle. No, but if you like they have to move around it, I guess. Sure. If, if you look at the land, it's, it's actually pretty unobstructed now. And the idea is that you're supposed to be able to get through everywhere very easily. So I think they mostly wanted a, clear shady spot there for kids to run around i mean this was actually shown in like the original concept art that was debuted i believe in november of 2021 or whenever this was shown so we've known about this for a long time but that's my theory i I actually don't mind it It, it's fine the the fountain was never that sacred to me i i care more about the ride than i do the fountain to be honest yeah no i agree i mean look at this point I just wish the fountain stayed because I kind of like water. And I think that you mm-hmm. could have, it adds a kinetic element that would be yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. I, I, if their thought was like, 
I don't know. If somebody has a good reason at Disney for why adding the fountain would have created an impediment to people, then I, I don't really care. <laughs> I, I think the ride became a bit redundant, honestly, when they changed the Jessica Rabbit stuff. Yeah. Because, like, not that, like, I'm, like, a weird, disgusting pervert who likes Jessica Rabbit, <laughs> but more, more like, I don't know, once it's changed from what it used to, when it originally was... Like, that's not a ride that needs to be modernized. It's a ride that needs to be, like, kept the same or just completely gutted because it's yeah. Roger Rabbit. You know, it's... Yeah, I know. It was, a, it, it was a move that nobody really asked for. To... Eh, Disney got the pat themselves on the back. Yeah, exactly. But, like, honestly, if people think the kids are going to like it, cool. I, I think that, mm -hmm. actually, there's going to be a fundamental problem with the lack of seating in that area. I know mm -hmm. that they're giving kids a place to run around. But that's, you know, like, I'm more interested in that harv or what is it, the, the farmer's market, I think, is what they're building, right? Do you remember what I'm talking about, the little uh, play area? Oh, uh, well, there's the Goofies. That Are you one. talking about the Goofy one? With yeah, the, the, the packs and Yeah, with, with, um, with all, it's like a farm or something, right? Isn't that the theme to it? Or am I completely crazy? I think it's the fact that it's Goofy's house and Max built a fort in the back. Oh, is that what it is? I just yeah. remember that there was a little play area that they're going to build. And uh, there's a picture of someone yeah. in a wheelchair in the, I remember yeah, that. that. That's, yeah. that's Fort Max, yeah. That's, that's, that's what that is. That, that seems a lot more interesting to me than freaking Afro AstroTurf. If if Dis the best Disney could do for kids running around is just to put a bunch of AstroTurf on the ground, then you can go over to Knott's for that. <laughs> also, <laughs> there's no AstroTurf at Knott's. No, they can't but, afford that. Yeah. Uh, did you did you hear what Donald's boat has been rethemed to? I actually didn't. Ooh, do you want to take a guess? Um. I'm Googling it. I'll I'm Googling it before you can. Is it DuckTales? What is that? <laughs> it's you know, the DuckTales theme. That didn't sound anything like, like DuckTales. It's <laughs> like, um, like a hurricane. Which yeah. DuckTales? 2017. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yep. I didn't know. I did not hear anything about this like, at mm -hmm. all. Wow. Um... I'm trying to find any pictures actually, like live here on the show researching. It was uh it was announced as uh I I don't think the artwork exactly shows it, but the um uh the description uh, talks about it. It talks about Webby and all that stuff. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. Um I don't care. Yeah. Um yeah, cool. DuckTales. Uh Toontown is new again, I guess, and I don't know. I don't know what they do after this, actually. We'll find out in the future. I'm sure what the, the future of Disneyland is. Uh, and uh, for now, uh, let's let's continue <laughs> going back to Hollywood and also talk about some about Mickey uh, and talk about Mickey's movie land. <laughs> Right, 
here we are for our main topic, which is Mickey's Movie Land. This is going to be uh, probably rather short. We're a little loose on details on this one. And uh, for the history segment, you know, I, I like sat there and thought, hmm, should I really go over the history of Mickey Mouse? And I thought that was rather presumptuous and a little pompous like mm. why, why would i tell my listeners the history of mickey mouse why like uh walt supposedly thought of it on a what like on a train and then he had up iwerks draw uh, playing crazy in a room after he got oswald stolen from him and then what the, that debuted and people went nuts and he made steamboat william people lost their minds and there you go, Mickey Mouse. Uh, pretty simple story. Uh, of course, what the weirdest thing about the Disney parks is that they existed for 60 years and there was no Mickey attraction. All the representation of him was in the walk around characters. And of course, you know, the symbol, logo, and what, what have you. But the Imagineers kept trying. And we talked about... Dumbo Circus Land, where they were going to have the Mickey's Madhouse attraction. Uh, do you remember that one? Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Vaguely. Was it the yeah. black and white one? Yeah, it was the black and white one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so they, they've, they've been trying for a long, long time. What I find funny about the Mickey Minis Runaway Railway queue is the Mickey through the years uh, or ears. haha. And uh, supposedly that was an idea uh, hmm. cooked up for the great movie ride replacement that it was going to, you know, be like a Mickey history attraction. Uh, and so th- the Imagineers have always tried. So this was another attempt on that. So as we said on the last show, Disney MGM Studios, they needed an expansion. So they greenlit three projects, uh, Muppet Studios, Roger Rabbit's Hollywood and Mickey's Movie Land. Yeah. Roger Rabbit, of course, when was going to be the Sunset Boulevard and you hung left and you went into Maroon Studios. This was going to be in the direction where Tower of Terror was. Mm. Uh, so this expansion originated from Epcot Center's Movie Making Pavilion. Uh, that great movie moment at the movies. Uh, this was going to be part of that. So uh, I'm not sure if it was going to be like a post-show area, but uh, this was sort of an idea that they were going for for like a little interactive exhibit. Mickey's Movie Land was going to be a replica of Disney's original Hyperion Avenue studio, where guests will encounter whimsical, hands-on movie-making equipment where they can live out their own motion picture-producing fantasies. And so what the Hyperion Studios is, uh, it was on Kingswell Avenue when they moved there. Uh, it uh, was in Los Angeles uh, in 1926, named it the Walt Disney Studios. And uh, this is where uh, Mickey Mouse was generally born uh, and where they made most of the Mickey Mouse shorts and the Silly Symphonies. And this is where Snow White was animated. After Snow White happened, Disney is flush of cash. So then they moved to Burbank and the uh, move was completed in 1940. So shortly before Fantasia came out. 
A few of the Hyperion buildings have been moved to Burbank, but the remainder was sold. And then uh, it sat stagnant for another about 26 years. In the 60s, it was made into a supermarket where it is Gelson's nowadays. And so it's Gelson's supermarket now. Uh, and it's pretty modern. I included a photo of what it looks like now. And it's pretty unrecognizable because it was an entirely raised and it's just a parking lot. And a supermarket. <laughs> uh, so, but this was going to be an actual, a full-size replica of that studio. You may be thinking, okay, well, this is a little superfluous because we already have the uh, animation tour. So, why is this existing? I think this was supposed to be the Mickey Mouse component and more retro. So it showcased like various animation equipment, such as a multiplane camera. And this was might be more of an interactive and museum piece rather than the Disney Florida animation store, which which was less about shorts. And that was more about the actual feature filmmaking. And it's very likely that they were going to have interactive activities such as have you been in the animation pavilion at California Venture? Oh, I didn't tell you. I actually did. And I did the animation thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I the 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 um you mean the one where you can draw the characters, right? Not only that, but there's well, they the have the other thing too. They have yeah, the, the, the yeah, source the... source workshop where you go That's in right. and then they have like the uh you can get these slips of paper and draw on it and then put it in the little wheel and watch it flash by and sort of start animating. Yes, I heard about this. Like, I, because yeah, I I saw the line to that. I didn't do it, but I, I have been there before. Oh, the line <laughs> to it? There was a line to it. It was raining, Ryan. Okay, <laughs> there was. It was raining. There was a huge line for everything. Oh wow! The only place in DCA that is indoors. That that is true. Yeah. It yeah. is a major in-store spot. So uh, there was also a ride proposed. Uh, this was taken from an old Ward Kimball concept that had floated around for a long time called Mickey's Studio Tour. And it was a behind-the-scenes ride through the animation process. Kind of this bizarre mixture of cartoons existing as drawings and in real life. It's it's a little weirdly confusing. Uh, yeah. You would go through a storyboard meeting with a bunch of uh writers but they were animals and the storyboards would come alive via video monitors then you would go through a zoetrope and laser animation simulating animation coming to life so like the lasers would start animating things uh and then you would go into a wardrobe and the animals though they would have like the mice making Cinderella's dress and fairies stitching <laughs> together it's Sleeping Beauty's costume. So if this is animation-wise, they're wardrobe props. I don't know. The prop house has all of the props come to life. Goofy's supposed to be security. He's fast asleep. And then you go into like a movie theater. Donald's tangled in the film. And uh, there's like these weird creepy laughing faces on screens as they watch this <laughs> Mickey Mouse cartoon. And then you burst through the screen. There's a fire. You this is so weird. There's a drop that you encounter and go down and see a flashing goofy in a fireman outfit. 
what the hell is this? So I, I had like a weird question about this. Is this a yeah. dark ride? This is a dark ride. Why is it dropping? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And then there's a mouse factory. Like it's just called the mouse factory. And then you... like it's where they make the, the merchandise. Cause you can see the little plushies are on the conveyor oh. belt. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. Which is kind of cute. They that's it lets cute. you off in the place that's making the merchandise at the that's, store. That is cute. You're right. Yeah. yeah, and then you unload into what's called the Gear Loose Emporium. The mouse gear. Mouse, <laughs> mouse gear, exactly. Oh wait, and, so what is it called now? The create the, can, the uh, creation the shop. Creation shop. Creation yeah, shop, yeah. Mm-hmm. with the creepy mannequins. Yeah, that's right. They're mm-hmm. not creepy. They're new. Zach Ridley said. Right, so, and then <laughs> so then you unload. So this is kind of a concept to have a ride component for it. So mm. the reason why it wasn't built, well, this was like the least developed of the ideas. Of course, we talked about how Kevin Rafferty switched and instead did twilight zone tower of terror and that went right in this spot hmm. so that was quick but what if what if we got this instead uh would we still be learning how old cartoons are made or would this be gone likely eons ago uh-huh. so, so what, what, what's your what is your take on this well i think that if it was built oh, if it was built in the tower of terror plot mm-hmm so basically, I imagine if this was built, I think Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway would still happen. It would just replace it or something would. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And it's so funny that you last time said that Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway would still, uh, replace Roger Rabbit. Yeah, I, I think maybe <laughs> if Mickey Mouse... The weird thing is that it doesn't really capture Mickey Mouse that well. It's a very interesting idea for an attraction to be basically about... It's about the makings of Disney cartoons and mm-hmm. the theory of cartoons in general, and then Disney characters, mm-hmm. and then Disney parks. It's right. an incredibly all over the where all over the place ride. It's mm-hmm. also very short. There's like five show scenes that we know of. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I I don't know. I don't think this sticks around that long. Mm-hmm. You know, this seems like a, a ride that would be built in the seventies, <laughs> not the nineties. It might. Well, yeah, I think it might be like um, I've been freshened up. Maybe right. it, it is an old Ward Kimball sketch. This this could be you know freshened up. Uh, yeah. I I like the idea of replicating the old Hyperion Studio, like really going back to their roots. And um, I'm not sure if it's there anymore, but I do know. When, when Twilight Zone Tower Terror opened, they took the sides in, in California Adventure. Sorry, California Adventure. They took the sides of the animation pavilion there and they turned it into a facility of the Hyperion Studio. It, this, it is still there. The poster that there. you're talking about is still there, at least. And, the and, Walt and, Disney Silly Symphonies. And um, the uh, fake windows. Those, those I believe are still, those yeah. are still there. Okay. I know, yeah. all I, I remember distinctly that the poster is still there. Right. Um, the Hyperion one, mm-hmm. which is really weird looking at Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From there. Right. Um, yeah. I. It's an. It's a right. We don't get anything like this anymore. I don't think you'll ever get anything like it ever again after they kind of abandoned the 1920s, 30s of DCA. 
Mm-hmm. That right. kind of reverence for Disney, Disney. Mm-hmm. That's saved for merchandise that people on Twitter add to their shopping cart and maybe buy. Well, I mean, this is, is this is in the early Eisner era. Right. And where... that, that was more popular then. Mm-hmm. So like nowadays, I, I think it would have fallen out of fashion in the mid 2000s. So you don't think that let's just say like even the facade has got the same. Because that's that's a cool idea. Like, I think that would be a cool exterior for Mickey and Minnie's. We're in a way, way, way. I don't know if the facade makes it. It's an interesting idea, right? Like, I mean, maybe the facade makes it. The Great Movie Ride was in the center of the parks. It was a big people eater. It was iconic. Mm-hmm. This, maybe not so much. Right. You know, there's a rough patch between it's new and fresh and it's nostalgic. And I think that's the late 90s to the 2010s. In the 2010s, it became trendy by Disney's own design to talk about the legacy of 1920s Disney, of the history of the company. And I think in the 80s, 70s and 80s, it was just fresh enough in people's minds you know, mm-hmm. that maybe it sticks around. But that that middle period there, I don't know if this entire thing makes it hmm. because it feels so rever- – it's so genuine. It, yeah. it feels like it's made for people working at Disneyland – or sorry, uh, working at Disney Animation. Right. You know, the, the, the general audience I don't think would love this as much. Hmm. That's something that I, I feel with Epcot sometimes is that that park felt like it was made for people who loved theme parks. Sorry, who loved working on theme parks. There's they're okay. so genuine about being rides. And they're interesting as audiences, but there it really was like almost like an inside joke. And this feels so reverent for the animating process that it probably would have bored 99% of people, mm-hmm. but the 1% who weren't bored would have been ecstatic. This, okay. you, know, you would hear about this ride in like making of documentaries for movies. Okay, like, what is, is the what, Okay, what is the difference between this and mm. the animation tour? Well, the animation tour is educational, I think. Right. And I okay. think that that's, that's like a, it's like going to the museum, you know? Well, th- it, there's some aspect of that as well with, you know, was talking about how they would make old Mickey Mouse shorts. And you know, Wait, they would show you a multiple like, camera and stuff. But like, there's a reason why the, the bread factory tour, <laughs> you know, like these, these, these educational tours are like walking tours. Well, the bread tour, I mean, that's well, the bread tour is now not, gutted. It's probably going to be gutted. <laughs> well, it already is gutted. It is? So, did it, did it close remind yet? Remind me how, no. So, it's really weird how the bread factory tour is now. I think we talked about this. So, didn't you used to like go to a bunch of TV screens, right? They're used to, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that's no longer there. Oh, really? So, all the doors, there are no more doors. So, when I remember the first time I went, you walked in, you got your bread, and there was yeah. a, who was it? It was the guy from Whose There's, Line Is It? Anyways, yeah, it's right? Rosie O'Donnell and Colin Mockery. That's right. And you would see the first part, and then the doors would open, you go to the next part. Oh, yeah. You, well, all the doors open now are open. All the doors are open now. There's no TV screens in the middle, oh, and there's oh, tables hmm. where people are eating throughout it really yeah at least when i was there so Hmm. the 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 rest of the whole hallway is just a bunch of placards now that you can go read Mm -hmm. and uh then there's just tables they just realized that the real estate was just too too good it won't be there for long no they're closing it and replacing it with the really bad movie that everyone pretends to like yeah yeah big hero six yeah (laughs) 
I will say though, did you see the video of that fireworks show? I did. That fireworks show is really good. No, that's the first time I've ever seen Baymax and felt like I wasn't completely bored. It was really, it was really neat, actually. Yeah. Um, It's really big. There's no one in that, right? You got to imagine it's just a big solid mass. Mm -hmm. Probably. You think someone's in it, or you think it's just like a big plastic? I think I don't know. That's a great question. I think it's big plastic. The blue fairy is a person, but that's right. Yeah, yeah. The Baymax, I think, is a solid mass. Yeah. Well, with regard to the sorry for pulling us off topic with the the Mickey Mouse movie funny show with the Goofy, more Goofy (laughs) than Mickey Mouse, honestly. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it obviously, like you said, it was pulled out of history and tried to make modern. Mm-hmm. The day that Hollywood Studios opened, this makes sense, right? Okay. Like when when Hollywood Studios was about Hollywood and making things and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. It's a silly, funny Gremlins like ride of making animation. You know, the yeah. silly cartoons have taken over the animation department because mm-hmm. um, it's yeah, fun to work that, at Disney. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is interesting, isn't it? Because all yeah. three of these projects are: what if the Muppets open their studio, and then what if we took the Maroon Studios from Roger Rabbit? We put that there and then Mickey can have his own studio. So it's like finding little pockets to do this studio idea over and over and over and over again. And eventually they're like, ah, let's just do Hollywood. (laughs) It's weird because they kind of do it with Muppet Vision. That's the closest that ever happens, I think. Right. Yeah, Um, because it's going with that kind of conceit of, well, well, that's more of we're testing out this new technology from Muppet Labs. Right. But that's the so the the Muppets like I'll keep it brief on the Muppets. But the whole shtick, right, is that we live in a world of humans and then there's the Muppets and they right. They live in our world, um, very grounded. They're weird, but but mm-hmm. we live with them. So Muppet Studios being there just feels like they that's where they are. They just live in Hollywood. The Hollywood production type stuff, though, you're right, has a very grounded feeling to it in Hollywood Studios. Uh-huh. Every, everything's real, right? Um, right. The only absurd thing is Muppet Vision. Mm-hmm. And this and Roger Rabbit would be in direct contrast to that. Right. Kind of like how Toontown is in Disneyland, I guess. Uh, yeah. And I think it's it's the fact that they're like trying to find their own angle on this behind the scenes thing. And they seem to be so stuck with it until they finally figure out it's like, why don't we just make it movies? And yeah, that just doesn't like, have to yeah. be there. You don't have to have that behind lens aspect. Well, I will say, though, that if the reason why Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster are built is because of an obvious missing piece of themed thrill rides at Hollywood Studios. You know, you have Star Tours, but that's a simulator. Well, I mean, even Star Tours, though. Right. You go through the set. Exactly. The idea is that you're going into a hot set. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. Uh So, but I, I guess, like, if we're saying, you know, what if it was built? Let's say it was built. Of any ride at Disney at Ho- Disney's Hollywood Studios that could be a thrill ride, I think this would be killed first. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like th- when Disney built Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster, they did so because there was a very not even a niche, just a very important part of the park that was missing for audiences in the 90s and that was a thrill ride 
Right. You know, you had the closest you had was Star Tours and then the what? The studio tour, I guess, had mm. big thrilling things in it. Yeah. Catastrophe Canyon. But you didn't have an exciting ride. So Disney would have probably been faced with the same conundrum. And where right. we could have talked about that Toontown bus ride and said that, oh, well, that was fast and it had it moved. This mm-hmm. being a dark ride. I don't know. I think that this would have had to justify itself a lot to not be replaced by eventually something like the Tower something of Terror. Like the Tower of Terror. Yeah, you're no, you're right. Uh, the studio... Superstar Limo. <laughs> yes, that's what it would be. Eisner yeah. would jump in and go, "This is this this is perfection." It we is have to that never it. that never made it to Hollywood Studios. This is imagine imagine like he was so he was so high on it that he was like, we have to open this day and day. <laughs> it opens like at fe- on February eighth, and they both tank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's like there's also Florida Superstar Limo, and that one like lasts even shorter. <laughs> Yes, and it's fast because Princess Diana, they don't care about that in Florida. No, they don't care. Nobody's offended by anything in Florida, so they just don't care. I think my favorite part of this ride, actually, is the uh, the gift shop. The the mouse gear into the gift shop, or the mouse factory into the gift shop. I would never have thought that you would have liked that part. I like that. That's kind of neat. There's like a, I hate, I hate, hate, hate the, well, first off, I hate it because it's the butt end of every joke 25 years ago. But ending in a gift shop where that's part of the ride, that's kind of cute. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I like that. In fact, I wonder if if Mickey and Minnie Runaway Railway were you know less cowards, they could have kept the gag factory open and <laughs> done the exact same thing. Oh, okay. But th- that would destroy the idea that you're walking out of the movie. Yeah, who cares? Okay. All right. Um, okay. Admittedly, though, you know what you would have nowadays if the Mouse Factory opened, it would be um, when it, when everything came out, right? You would have a bunch of different plushies in the ride, and they'd all be in the store. And then five years later, they would only carry the plushie from the ride, and mm. then Donald everything. Popcorn mm. and Rose Gold goofy, Mini Ears, Goofy, goofy Candy Co. Goofy everywhere. Candy Co. That's right. Everything, everything new would be gone. And um, then, and then five years after that, it's just Star Wars and Marvel. You know, I was going through my suitcase today from Disneyland, Ryan, and I had this big piece of paper. It was like a big roll up, and I was like, "What? Why did is this? What did I bring home? What did I forget? Did I buy a coffee mug in Disneyland?" I opened it up and it was my twenty dollar Life Day merchandise. Yeah, it was my. <laughs> It's my life day orb. So yes. don't put it don't put it past me. The merchandise thing is 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 very attractive. To me, it's the most interesting part because it synthesizes gift shop and and ride. The rest is very cute. <laughs> I, I think the 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 scary laughing theater would have been awesome. <laughs> You're all about that weird surreal stuff. It's like yeah. yes, more more Lynchian madness. <laughs> That's right. I want I want it to be. Oh, yeah, there's like a thousand ways I could have run with that. Either, it'll be like WandaVision, uh, says their <laughs> critics. Ah, okay. No, I, I, I think it's cute. I actually have a lot of, I look at this and I see like, especially, you know, you're right. You're saying it's just like a Ward Kimball proposed ride. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sweetness to it, especially if you really love Disney animation. That yeah. that's the thing that doesn't exist anymore. You know, with the with regard to the Disney company, they pump out movies with such 
I don't know, not either smooth or smoothness or finesse or just laziness that people love Disney. But like you you hear about the way people talk about working at Pixar now. That seems like it's how people wanted to work at Disney back then. So it's exciting to be like, look, our our workplaces. It's like it's like living with the cartoons. That's very sweet. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that wouldn't. That wouldn't happen again until they built the Pixar place in Hollywood Studios. Yeah. It's it is interesting, and I think a lot of the to look lack of a better word, a lot of the magic of behind the scenes of animation was kind of destroyed with CGI because you know animation was just this this process where it goes from one thing to another, and with CGI, it's just kind of all lumps together well i mean it starts out on storyboards and then it goes to computers it stays on computer it keeps being on computer and yeah there's different elements there's you know layout and lighting and and all this stuff that Mm. has to be going but it's still the same thing it's still true on a computer and it's 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 less varied it's less exciting than okay it goes from storyboard and then we go to uh crafting the animatic and then we go to drawing it we draw it and then i will say do the in-betweening and <laughs> I will say that you know, Pixar managed to to go on. I mean, when Pixar first opened doors, they were popular because it was an innovative piece of technology. Right. That's what they could ride on. Um, I will say Pixar still seems to carry a little bit of that now. They're the cool kids in animation, right? They're like the minimalist, artsy, cool kids who can do no wrong. Part of me wonders if it's because like not that hiring practices weren't predatory in the 50s they were but like animation now is super duper bad for like outsource studios mm-hmm. it's like what is disney going to do make a ride about all the people who were underpaid working on doctor strange right <laughs> and that's true like, here's a kid we picked up on tiktok and now pay below the minimum wage to edit a scene that won't be put in the movie <laughs> And it's like, yeah, I don't think that this work. guy lost sleep over something we never made. They got divorced and yeah. they fired him before he finished the project. So he couldn't get paid severance. Exactly. <laughs> and that's kind of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think any of this would have been there anymore. I, I kind of do like the, the one thing I'm attached to is the facade. Like the attraction mm. is cute. I, I think the attraction's cute and you know, the interactive stuff is fine. But the facade, I really, really like. I just like the idea that they recreate the Hyperion campus. I, I think that's a cool idea. Well, well I think w- that's what they should have done for Mickey and Minnie's. Yeah, like, this maybe, isn't like no, a hot right. take. But like, mm-hmm. I think you, you gut the animation courtyard, you put the Hyperion there, and you build Mickey and Minnie's. Like, that's... That's what they should have done instead mm-hmm. of the great movie ride. I think you're yeah. right. Like the best thing that they could have learned from this is that a night, the old classic Disney studio with a nice Mickey Mouse ride inside. That's a killer, killer proposition. Right. And, and that would be very cool. Like you go in and uh, you, you you don't have to have this. I guess you don't have to have this pretense of a film premiere. It's more of maybe you're just watching the dailies. That'd be awesome. That'd be yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah you're, that'd be really you're, cool. You're watching like a screening cut or something like that, and then something goes wrong, and then you you'd step into the movie. Yeah, that'd it would be, be like cool. one like the big like a big uh, theater. It could be like a big theater, like the yeah, like a soundstage theater or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, like <laughs> it's like um, Walt is like in the background. It's like in the sweat box. 
and he's yeah, like, Sting's wife is there. yeah, <laughs> roll him, and you're you're standing there, and there Walt's like, you better bring him back. You know, that's my audience. They got to pay a nickel to see you. They can't see do you. It. That's not right. They can't put Walt in there with the Paul Rudish Mickey. <laughs> Have you seen? Walt's all over the Paul Rudish Mickey sometimes. There's that a scene. A, there's yeah, a so scene it's where his thing, right? yeah, where he's like looking at the map and Walt's on the map. He winks at him and Mickey winks back. And there's also the joke where Don Donald is imagining if he won this race and he like uh he becomes oh, the Parker right. statue. Yes. Yes. I remember that. And then it's like Walt goes. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started. I want black. Why do people hate these Chris shorts? I, the, the, the internet giving so everyone fun. a. They're dumb. People who do. People who say that. Not the shorts. The people. The people who say that the shorts are bad are dumb. Everyone thinks that just because they have an opinion where they disagree with everyone, they're right. And I'm here to say they're wrong. That's true. Agreed. <laughs> it, it's so funny that way. Just kind of like, yeah, that old, that old traditionally animated Mickey Mouse. Meh. But these, these, uh, CG Paul Ruddish shorts. Yeah. I mean, they're technically they're, they're digitally in it, but yeah. 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 Still that, 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 that's pretty much my take on it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think that if if it was built, it would have had a significant difficulty with thrill rides, though. Like, well, yeah, no, you're right. Maybe they would have built thrill rides somewhere else. I don't know if you you don't know if Roger Rabbit would necessarily exist in the universe that this got built. You know, maybe they were true. like. They were like, yeah, let's put Tower Terror over over here and Mickey Movie Land over here, and hmm. yeah, it's, it's they're it's not mutually exclusive to where it that's very exist. true. Yeah, that's true. That, although maybe they would have been like, eh, we want an Aerosmith ride. Let's let's get the let's get the rapist in. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hooray for Hollywood. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just love going back to that always. Ah, well, that said, do we wish to build it or not? If if they were to build it where the current animation courtyard is, and if that could have eventually become Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, absolutely, that'd be awesome to have the Chinese theater next to the Hyperion Theater. However, Hyperion was going to well, it's a Hyperion Studios, not Hyperion the, Studio. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, Hyperion Theaters in uh, DCA. Yeah. And it's completely empty right now. Although, what yes, is it? Maybe going to be Coco? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But good Lord, it's sad. Yeah. But if they were going to build it at the end of Sunset Boulevard, I, I don't think so. I think the idea feels... It doesn't feel like the expansion they were looking for. Of all the expansions, it's the least thorough and uh, probably would have the least staying power as like a big standalone attraction. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think I'd say build it. There's nothing in the concept that's really pulling me to it. it I, in my mind, the only time you'd ever build it is if you could play the long game and assume that Mickey and Minnie's would eventually go in it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's kind of almost where I'm coming from. I'm like, I say build it because wouldn't it be so cool if we kept the great movie ride and they just put mini Mickey's right in here. Yeah. You know, uh, but then again, it'd probably replace the great movie ride with something else. Yeah. Uh, yeah every time everybody keeps putting, it's like, yeah, you could have put mini Mickey and Minnie's somewhere else. I'm like, Oh, come on. It would have replaced it with something. Probably. It's, yeah. Like, 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 
it, I don't think Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway's existence would have precluded the continued existence of the Great Movie Ride. They wanted to get rid of that thing. It was a money sink. Come on. Yeah. They had to pay cast member spiel pay and... Uh, it was intensive. There's so many animatronics to keep maintenance, and they had to pay for the rights to all those movies. They wanted to keep doing that. It's still great. Mm-hmm. It's still great. Now, what I oh, uh, one thing I want to say about this too is uh, I was thinking about the Donald projections in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, especially the pictures I saw recently, the ones at Disneyland that look really good. I don't. Uh, this ride could be cool, but. But I think that animated the the tough thing about Mickey Mouse is it's hard to do that without projections. Projection uh-huh. mapping is like the yeah. the killer benefit to yeah. the Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. Runaway Railway. So I think if this ride was made years later, that'd be awesome. That'd be so cool with projections. But <laughs> if it was built in the '90s, it would kind of look cheap, I'd imagine. So. Uh. So okay, right. The answer is uh, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> well, it's funny. It's like a lot of this is projections. If you look at the uh, concept art, yeah, a lot of it is projections. Except I mean, that like weird the flashing goofy. There's the there's like this so, oh, scrim projections. I see. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know. I think it would have been yeah. a tough sell. Well, I mean, it's not. I don't know. I, I don't think it's necessarily too hard to translate the characters to 3D, except for Mickey, ironically. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I remember going to the Disney store and there was those little statues of the characters and they looked fine. Yeah, but no but, one wants to see that. No. Like a little <laughs> old fantasy land rotating statue. Mm, okay. Remember yeah. when they were going to redo Superstar Limo, but put those in there? Put the Disney Store characters? Disney Store? I'm not joking. That was an actual proposal. I have heard nothing about this. Yes, the the idea was that they were going to take all these old Disney Store statues and just litter them through Superstar Limo, and it became Goofy's Superstar Limo. That's genius. That's genius. It's the cheapest idea ever. Yeah, but the the original one was the cheapest idea ever. I... I don't know. At least that had a consistent style to it. Uh, mm. But this would have been just terrible. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, is there anything else you have to say about Mickey's movie land? No, it's kind of like a thud for, for, for Hollywood here. But I, I, it's surprisingly, um, surprisingly, you can kind of get a feel for why what we have in Hollywood studios nowadays is actually kind of the best of both, uh, the best of all worlds. Mm-hmm. Like it could have had a better Muppets, but you have some nice thrill rides. Yeah. That's exciting. Eventually it'll all close and become Tatooine land when oh the people gosh. on Twitter win. <laughs> well, uh, I still am sad we don't got that Roger. I, I, I like, yeah. I, I still stand in that Toontown transit ride. You want them to close the fountain. Oh my gosh. The fountain, the precious fountain. Uh, you know, that seems like I know where your priorities lie. Mm hmm. Yeah, rides, rides, boo, fountains, yay! <laughs> Everybody's now scared for the Miss Piggy fountain and Muppets. Why? Like what does this a, have to do with that? I guess it's just open season on fountains. Yeah, it's not like Disney's targeting fountains. They hate fountains. They're like, what does it do? It wastes water. <gasps> oh my god. You think that's why they did it? Because it looked like the they fountains. were. <laughs> 
I don't think it's because they were wasting water. I'm joking, obviously. No, I know, but I imagine someone said that. Frankly, I could believe it, honestly. Yeah. Disney thought they were wasting water. Mm-hmm. That evil well, that's okay. Disney. A bunch of people on Twitter can come out and say that actually that uh, that what they replaced the fountain with was, was even more pro-slavery than the fountain. What? You haven't heard of this? No? Oh, what? well, that's all, folks. I'll see you next week. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, the, okay, well, I guess this is, did you say you wanted to build it or not before I go on a sidetrack? I, I, I basically said build it for the facade. <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, no, if anyone hasn't heard, so so Splash Mountain closed in Magic Kingdom. Correct. And they put the uh, the walls around the attraction. Oh, the we're talking walls. about this. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. You do you know what I'm actually talking about. Talking about no, no. No, no. You were no. making a joke in reference to the Splash Mountain. Yes, thing. to Tiana's salt factory or whatever. Yes, correct. Yes. Okay. Yes, well, and the the wonderful discourse around Splash Mountain's closing, which does not make me want to drive a stake through my brain. No, I just want to thank that one guy who posts three times a day that the guy who was in Splash Mountain won an Oscar for finally coming out with a point that everyone agrees with. And 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 changing uh, a lot of people's minds. If you if you disagree with uh Splash Mountain staying open, you're disagreeing with Walt Disney because Walt Disney, he loves Song of the South, and he would never have let Splash Mountain close. He would never That's done right. it. Because he built fact, it. Yeah, he built it. Yeah. He was he there when Splash he Mountain built was it. Built. He built it by the transitive property that he built Song of the South. Therefore, he built Splash Mountain. That's right. Song of the South, a movie that certainly wasn't a cash grab when Disney was broke as shit. Yeah. And that <laughs> it certainly wasn't the fact that it was cheap to make because live action was cheaper than animation, and so he combined mm-hmm. the two elements. And then, you know, yeah, uh, uh, you're a racist. Know, you know, sorry, you're, you're more sorry. racist than anyone. I guess. Who... I guess. Yeah. And then when the the attraction opens up, it's going to be a crap show because, uh, oh boy, because they made some really weird decisions with that ride. But let's oh, not. Oh, did get... you hear? Wait, what happened? Oh, it's like like they should have they should have like uh they should have they overthought it I guess and they are not going to have like when you're going up the hill it should have been the the Keith David voodoo are you ready and it's not going to be that it's it's going to be just kind of pleasant because the fact that they're so like like overly obsessed with making the story right and stuff like that i think it's gonna be fine it's gonna have a lot of neat animatronics but i don't think the the attraction is gonna be 100 what everybody wants well i don't think disney's made a good ride really since 2012 so yeah this what, is just part of the course what was the what radiator springs racers yeah, that's probably the last good dark ride they've done. I don't know. I, I like Runaway Railway. Sorry. I'll, I can live with Runaway Railway. It's just that, like, and, and the tough thing of, is that wait, you Rise can... Rise of the Resistance is great. All right, everyone. See you next week. Um, oh, my gosh. In the meantime, you, please. You curmudgeon. Rise of the Resistance uh, is good. No, Rise of the Resistance is pretty good. Rise okay, of the Resistance is pretty right. good. I, okay. I think you have... I, I Yes, you're right. Uh, that would be a gross overstatement to say that. I think that, but the 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 dark rides that they've done from Frozen to Ratatouille to to stuff like that, 
I'm not too excited mm-hmm. to the to the Snow White to the pirates uh, to the changes in pirates. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. think that's yeah. going to be handled very similarly, where it's just going to be like, oh, that's like fine. And still got the drop. <laughs> still got the drop. You still got yeah. The I mean, I I'm, st- I'm not they surprised. Ain't to that track. <laughs> no, no, God, no. they don't have enough time. Yeah, but yeah, so. Yeah, maybe do, do maybe Song of the South animals would be in Mickey's movie land. <laughs> Cause I feel like I would I, I don't really understand people like creating angry petitions over Song of the of Splash Mountain, but I would love to see what some certain people's Twitter accounts look like if they were trying to defend Mickey's movie land. Well, you see, Br'er Bear was in that one part of Mickey's movie land. <laughs> That's we right. We got to preserve it. We got to preserve it, man. I think it should be a landmark. It's my laughing Do you think place. people who like don't understand what we're talking about care at all about what we're saying? Sometimes I put my head in like, so like people who are really into theme parks, they yeah. know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes I'll recommend like to a friend of mine, like, oh, you kind of like Disney. You should listen to this show. And I wonder if they get to the end of stuff like this and they sit back and say, what Who the cares? What the hell are they talking about? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who the hell cares? And I'm here to tell you, somebody out there really cares. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry. I'm going to sit you down and say, hey, buddy, somebody really, really, really cares about this. Mm. And this is this is all they think about <laughs> Yeah. And all we think about is stuff that never even existed in the first place. <laughs> no, we live in like a, a, a fantasy that we've yeah. designed ourselves. You, well, you're like Willy Wonka. You take me through the the the, the fantasy world of unbuilt mm, Disney rides yeah, that don't exist. Right. And the snozberries taste like snozberries. Ah, well, I think that brings <laughs> us to the end of another episode. And, you know, I wish there was a little bit more to talk about, but not that much, but it's still a cute idea. You know, we'll be back with more Hollywood magic in two weeks. But in the meantime, please follow us on social media on Twitter at UnbillPod. You can reach me at Open Mother's Mail and Brian Dorman at Open the Doorman. Feel free to email us at UnbillPod at gmail.com and rate us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Anchor or wherever you find this podcast. Please write a review and tell us how we're doing. If you don't like us, thank you for listening to What a Cartoon. I'm Henry Gilbert. See you guys. See ya. Now it's time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. It's always Mickey Mouse. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you.